Welcome to the Recession Resistant Real Estate Radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everybody, this is Brandon Cobb with HPG Capital. Thanks for tuning in. And in today's video, I want to go over the six common questions that we're getting asked about our syndications and our real estate opportunities. These questions range anywhere from what is a limited partner, what makes a limited partner limited, and ultimately, how do I make a decision whether or not these asset classes are something that I should be looking at or should be looking elsewhere. But before we jump in, we've been having a one-way conversation with you. I want to turn that into a two-way conversation. If you've ever been interested in learning more about how you can invest in recession-resistant assets and receive true passive income, reach out to us. Send us an email or send us a direct message on any of our social media channels, and we look forward to connecting with you. We'd love to learn more. All right, so six common questions. Question number one, I've got my whole list here. So a lot of people have been reaching out on Facebook, LinkedIn, the email drip campaigns that we're sending out, and I've collected a list of six questions that I've seen are common and they keep popping up over and over again. Question number one is, what is a limited partner investor? A limited partner investor is basically the fuel to the vehicle. When you have an apartment complex or an assisted living facility or storage unit, you have the general partner team that is in charge of finding the asset, making sure it's a deal, and then ultimately executing on the project. Consider that the car or the vehicle. And then you have the limited partners who are responsible for investing their capital and getting the car going. In other words, they are the fuel that gets the vehicle moving. Limited partners invest in a limited position. This is the second question that we got, which is what exactly makes a limited partner limited? So it's not the returns. Limited is referring to the liability in the deal. Limited means that our limited partners are not responsible for any of the general liability, the bank loan. You know, if they get sued, there's literally very little to no liability that these partners have in the deal. The general partners are the ones that are taking on most of the risk. The general partners are the ones who are finding the deal. They're underwriting the deal. They're securing the bank note from the bank. They're personally guaranteeing that note with the bank, and they're ultimately responsible for making money if the asset performs. It's a very big distinction. So if you've seen any of our other videos, a lot of these assets and distributions to limited partners work like a waterfall, where at the very top, you have rents coming in. Rents coming in, come in. First thing that gets paid is the bank note. That waterfall then trickle, uh, I'm sorry, trickles down and it pays out the limited partners. Limited partners get paid out. And at the very end of the waterfall, if there's anything left and the general partners have done a good job of executing on the business strategy, then they get paid. And then upon the sale of the asset, the general partners again will get paid out only after they have satisfied the limited partners investment. So it is up to the general partners to make sure that they are performing the business strategy, increasing the net operating income, and therefore increasing the value of the asset, causing it to stabilize over time, and therefore you can resell it. And upon that sale, the general partners will get paid based on their equity split, only after the limited partners get get paid out. So limited is just referring to the fact that they're not liable. If anything bad were to happen, that would be the general partners. 
Question number three is how many passive investors are they in a real estate syndication? It varies. So if you're raising a million dollars for a deal, you might only have a few investors involved. If it is a $20 million raise for a humongous $100 million asset, you might have several hundred investors involved. So the long story, the short story is it's going to vary depending on the deal. And it's also going to vary depending on how the deal is set up. A lot of uh, our minimums are $50,000 minimum. On some larger investments, it might be a $1 million in a minimum. And based on that minimum investment amount, you might have more investors or you might have less investors. It just depends on how the deal is structured. So it's going to vary deal by deal. Next question is, how can I meet and talk to other passive investors? This is a great question. And this is something that I actually encourage people to look at because a lot of people actually don't do their due diligence on the operator, whoever they're dealing with before they invest in the asset. It is very important that you get references from all of your operators before jumping into a deal. You want to make sure you know who you're dealing with. And the best people to talk to about that are going to be people who've already invested in the deal. Because you got to remember, at one point in time, they were new investors as well. So a lot of the same questions that you're asking now, these guys have probably already asked. Or they might be asking questions that you have not thought to ask, and it would be a very valuable resource. So... If you do want to talk to other people who are investing in the deal, reach out to the sponsor. I'm sure the sponsor will get approval to send these investors contact information over to you, and then you can ask them whatever you'd like. We highly recommend that you do this. We have people reach out to us all the time asking for references. They want to talk to people who've been investing with us for years and what their experience has been like. We'd be happy to put you in touch with those people. Question number five, who are the investors in a real estate syndication? Well, they're people just like you. They're people who get nervous right before sending a wire. They wonder, did I make a good decision? Should I have done a little bit more uh, research into this? They're people that have a wrinkle on their forehead whenever the paperwork and PPM gets sent over to them. They're like, oh my gosh, it looks like a lot of mumbo jumbo here. And they're people that get super excited when they get that check in the mailbox or that ACH deposit in their bank account. And they're like, wow, oh my God, this is amazing. So these are doctors, these are uh, lawyers, these are people who cut hair. These are people who are retired. They're literally everyday people just like you and me who want the benefits of earning hassle-free income that they don't have to trade their time for. You know, we've all heard that famous quote by Warren Buffett, which is, uh, or I hope it's Warren Buffett, but he talks about if you can't make money while you sleep, you know, you're, you're going to work forever. And that's ultimately who these investors are in these deals are people who know they don't want to work together money work for them. Question number six is, how do I make a decision of whether or not to invest? I get this question most often when it's a one-on-one call and we're usually wrapping up the call. Um, the, the, the correct answer is, it's up to you. This is ultimately your decision that you have to make. If anybody ever tries to coach you into making decision with your money, I'd say that is a red flag. You need to educate yourself on the asset class or make sure that you're investing with somebody, the sponsor, the operator, whoever is providing you the education that you need. At the end of the day, you should be able to understand that investment. If you do not understand that investment, the risks that it entail, what the business strategy is and what the exit strategy is, how you're going to get your money back, 
you should not invest in that asset, no matter what it is. So make sure you're constantly learning, you're constantly reading. A lot of our investors, we send content out to, uh, we recommend books to them. These are people who are constantly looking to learn and grow and get more familiar with this asset class. So we're happy to do that. If you want some more resources on how you can learn more about these asset classes, just feel free to reach out to us. We're happy to send this over to you. And I think that's it, guys. Uh, reach out if you have any questions. Thanks for tuning in today, and we'll see you next time.